0: Hello my queen. Hey how's it going? (laughs) Good. How are you feeling?
1: A little bit better today. She's
0: been sick again. I know it's like the never ending like sickness. I know. I keep joking that she got sick because I moved so that she didn't have to help me. Hey, I helped a little bit. I helped a little bit. You did help a little bit. Yeah. So the weather in Wyoming is like one day, 99 degrees. The next day, 60 with 90% humidity and colossal rainfall. So that doesn't help. Yeah,
1: and it's like, I don't know. Everybody at work's like been sick, and then comes to work sick because we're short staffed. Yeah. And it's like,
0: yeah, and you've been working oh. a lot, so you're just run down. And well, oh, and know. I have
1: such a weak immune system to begin with, but
0: whatever. Well, whatever. And you still haven't gotten mama's soup. That's probably why I'm sick. It probably
1: is. If you would just like maybe make me soup.
0: I know it would. It's probably my fault. It is. <laughs> I'll get I'll get right on that. So you
1: could you like, stop like doing other things and focus right. on me. That'd be greatly appreciated. Okay. All right. <laughs> Say f you to everybody else and all your other
0: responsibilities. In my free time, I'll get right on that.
1: I think I should be a priority.
0: You are a priority. <laughs> you are a priority. I promise you that. Oh. So last week we only recorded once. I know. Um, thank you so much to everybody who messaged us and checked on us. We we didn't we we recorded and we or we published on Tuesday and then nothing on Thursday. And by eleven o'clock Thursday night, we were starting to get IG messages saying, "Is are you guys okay? Is yeah, everything all right?" And- yeah, and we were like, "Oh, like that really made me feel valued." Like, a, like the people were like, "Wait, wait." you know, for for months you've been here. Where, what happened? So this is what happened. Since we started this podcast, there has been one person in particular that I very much want to interview. I very, very much want to talk to this guy. And we got it scheduled and it was supposed to be last week. And then he got into a pretty horrific motorcycle accident. Right. And clearly and obviously his health and his strength more important than talking to us far more important than than doing our podcast and i mean bless his heart he like Message on the night before and
1: was like I can still like try and just let you know yeah, we're like no, no. we'll just talk to you next week and get something rescheduled yeah
0: just get better because we care about you more as a human being than we do about hearing your story and
1: right right but we want to hear your story and we will yeah. we'll talk to and we will soon, yeah but... we'll
0: definitely get it rescheduled but but that's what happened and and obviously like thoughts and prayers and healing vibes to him big time because he's. Yeah. He's a pretty remarkable human being. For sure. So we're
1: excited to talk to him.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then we've got um, a bunch of other collabs that are are coming. I know. Another
1: uh, person we've been talking to since April got back in touch with us. And we're talking to him as well. So we're really excited that those ones are
0: trickling in. And then got um, an email or an IG message. It started as an IG message and then went from there about... A case that they want us to cover. Oh my gosh, yes. Which, whew, I, I just like... Looked at a a quick video and looked at a couple documents that he sent me, and I was like, "Okay, Tracy, don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions." And then I dove in, and I was like, "Nope, instinct, instinct,
1: instinct was correct there. Yeah,
0: instinct was right." And that's going to be a multi-parter too, but that one's going to be. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say good one, but we're
1: going to cover it, and then I think we're going to speak with them. Correct. Oh yeah. So. Uh, with the family and yeah, and he was it was his babysitter. So
0: oh yeah, it's crazy crazy. Which story. I
1: love. I mean, I love that. I mean, people
0: trust us. Trust with their us story. enough
1: to tell mm-hmm. like people that they care about story, and yeah. that they're reaching out to us to tell it, which is really really exciting and yeah, get to hear it from a different perspective of very much so. And these are their loved ones. They should be telling their story. Right, right.
0: So. for sure. So um. Another thing, the pigs are here. Oh if you're, eh, if you guys are following us on IG, um,
1: <laughs> s- you saw, th-
0: no, they're not stupid. stupid they're pigs. the cutest things ever. They're cute. Okay. They're so we get the pigs home. Pigs. They're mean, vicious pigs. They're babies. They're little to- I mean, I am surprised at how small they are. I didn't think they were gonna be that little either. Yeah. So I'm holding one of them, the small one, I'm holding it. It's completely calm. It's completely fine. Everybody knows by now I love animals. Like if I could just sit and watch animals all the time, I would be in hog heaven. <laughs> oh my God. I would be mom so jokes. happy, mom jokes, no farm jokes. So I'm out there, I'm holding the pig. I'm like, Samantha, come into the pig pen. You're fine. Everything's fine. The pig is fine. Look at it. it's a baby. It doesn't weigh more than a newborn baby. It's totally calm. I handed it to Samantha, and it absolutely lost its shit. It sounded like I was stabbing it. (laughs) It lost it. It was so funny. I recorded it. It's on IG, so go and check that out and look at that. But then what's funny is, like, two days later, we're out there with Trista, my 12-year-old, who we've talked about a little bit on this show before, Animals vibe with her like she she does not tolerate people very much like Amanda from one nothing but she really vibes with animals yeah like a lot and she goes out there just walks into the pen they run up to her they're jumping on her they're eating out of her hands that video is on Patreon because it's I mean it's my baby I mean it's our 12 year old so I don't really want to just put her out there on IG but um But for some people, they can see it on Patreon. They can see that video on there. But it's so cute. So, but anyway, that brings us to Patreon, IG. Tell everybody where else they can find us.
1: Yes, we're on Patreon. We're on IG. And that's just the Suspended Sentence podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We got our Facebook up. That's been up for a few weeks. So, just another way to connect with us and connect with other people that are listening to us. Um, Just the Suspended Sentence podcast on there as well. Uh, our email if you have any like case ideas or things you would like to to talk about or just want to talk to us about the cases that we're covering we've got a few people that just every week message us after
0: our episodes yeah. and just feedback and feedback we love that
1: and just want to like if they want have questions about something that we talked about that we weren't super clear about um that's just the suspended sentence podcast at gmail.com Mm-hmm. Tracy's book IDP you can yep. find on Barnes and Noble. Well, really anywhere you can anywhere. get books, right? So, yep. but online for Barnes and Noble, I know is a big one. Uh, so you can get her book IDP and the thirteen components of criminal thinking by yep. Tracy Ferris.
0: <laughs> gotta, she doesn't self
1: promote very well. So yeah,
0: shout out for that. That was cool. <laughs> That's cool. And then to our sister brother podcasts, here we go. Three of them, and these people like we love, 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 love. Number one, Amanda over at One Nothing. She's so
1: awesome. She sends us like there's a couple cases that I'm gonna actually be covering that she's like, Okay, this is more your forte and I think you do a good job. Oh, I love
0: this so much. She's so great. Yeah, so Amanda over at One Nothing one is W O N nothing. Mm -hmm. Then our boys Scott and Ryan at Beyond the Shadows. Uh, They're
1: fantastic. Another ones they just give feedback all the time and Yeah,
0: and just we just keep in touch with them and they're great.
1: Scott, I'm probably gonna like call out more. Killers in the future just adds
0: up. Oh, yeah. He's We're... like, can you stop taunting Killers, I know. please? I was going to make a oh. reference at that at the oh. end of this one. <laughs> and then our boys over at um, Minimus, Fortune. Minimus Fortune, Tyler Dylan. I always forget the third one's name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Minimus Fortune. Phenomenal podcast. They are awesome. Yeah, we've
1: had the most communication with Dylan and um, Tyler. Tyler over there. And I mean...
0: And Tyler and I have a lot of episodes, like four or yes. five of them, that are in the works already. That
1: yeah, and Dylan, we just kind of started like talking with him, but he's so nice. Too. Oh, he's so
0: nice. These, but. but this is our little family, and it's expanding. We've got we've got a collab coming up with couple other people yes. and that we're excited to do and but and anyway going on
1: some other people's podcasts that we're really excited about that we've been working with yeah
0: so. but check out those three podcasts if you like what we do you'll love what they do too one nothing beyond the shadows and a misfortune and a misfortune check them out where that's that's our little that's our our little suspended sentence family of podcasters right there and it's growing. And the cool, the cool thing about this is like Samantha just said, like we each have our own kind of little genre. And so if a case comes to one of us, it really doesn't fit with us. We just pass it on to another one or we'll all cover the same thing if we're passionate about it. I mean, that's kind of what Tyler and I are doing Mm -hmm. is like, there's something that, that isn't really our forte, isn't really (laughs) their forte, but Tyler and I are both passionate about it. So we're like, let's record together then. And we'll just all all post it it and do it. That's a cool thing about what we do though, man. 100%. Like that's it's so cool. And
1: we've talked about that before too, is it's like I thought there would be more like competitive nature. No. None. I mean Mm-mm. really every other podcast we've interacted with has been I mean, amazing. Either yeah. great feedback or ideas or collabs. I mean Yeah. And it's just every day I feel like there's new people that are reaching
0: out and yeah. We and love it's it. Cool. And yeah, it's just it's super, super cool. So, um, another little thing that we've talked about in the past that I wanted to go back to because we said that we were going to follow it. Did you see that Lori Vall- Vallow Daybell was sentenced? I did. Yeah, I posted on
1: our IMRIG the other day
0: about that. Yep. Yep. She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And we covered, we covered that episode or we covered that story in a whole new or a whole different episode. So, if you want to go check it out, go check it out. But real quick. <coughs> Sorry, um, that's
1: going to happen every now and again. Coughing. Yeah,
0: no, you're okay. You're all right, poor thing. Um, she was convicted for the killing of her two children in 2019, Joshua JJ, who is seven, and Tylee Ryan, who is sixteen. Mm-hmm. But she was also found guilty of conspiracy to kill her husband's first wife, Tammy. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yep. In October of 2019. Okay, so the judge, though, in this case, like you know, Idaho, I've always said, Idaho is my fuck around and find out state. <laughs> she loves Idaho. I love Idaho's laws, but man, this judge, I'm kind of like. Really? I just
1: kind of like briefly looked. I didn't really go.
0: I figured you'd talk about it. <laughs> this is what she said, and I'm going to quote what she said. Lori lived a law abiding life until this case happened. She suffers from mental illness that clearly led her to where she is. Oh. Are you shitting me? Oh. Okay, you sent her to a mental hospital to get better, and then prosecute her, and then you are going to have sympathy on her. Right. Like, come pick on, one. pick a side here, Idaho. You just slipped. Ooh, and Tracy is like your biggest like super fan. I was, yeah, absolutely. And then, I mean, I am satisfied with life in prison without the possibility of parole. I am satisfied with that, with that verdict. However. don't seriously come on you're patronizing crimes against children yeah like come on and these i mean come on but anyway so the judge also did say though that she didn't feel like she showed any remorse for the crimes or for those who searched for her missing children so I guess, whatever, she said something, but oh my gosh. no, it really like yeah. crimes against children, especially from their mother. Like that the one person
1: that's like supposed to protect them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like it's disgusting to me. So Idaho, you just came down from place number one. I don't know who filled your place, but it's not you. You do not hold number one anymore. All right. So you can thank that judge. There you go
1: judge send her send her letters telling her that Tracy is no longer the her superhero. I
0: you just lost yeah you just lost your spot is fuck around and find out state oh we're going to find a new one I will I don't know I guess it's I mean I don't know I was going to say one and I was like oh don't you'll lose the followers <laughs> Oh my gosh that's so funny I know I know all right you ready for this one I'm ready a Tracy episode it's a Tracy episode all right oh, oh, oh. I'm Tracy I'm Samantha this is the suspended sentence oh, oh. okay so uh, you may or may not have heard about this case before mm-hmm. okay um, but this is the case of a missing child okay. his name is Charlie Bothell the fifth he lived in Detroit Michigan okay. okay so his mother and father were divorced um, he lived with his mom for the majority of his life, um, but then he started getting in trouble at school. He started just getting in fights, not doing well with his grades, etc. Dad, very, I, I want to use the word militaristic. He doesn't have any military background, and I'm not making a, like a link there, but he ran his household very, very tight. He was very like a disciplinarian. He was a okay. very disciplined man, Okay. So, dad thinks his dad's name is also Charles Bothell IV, okay? So, I'm just going to say dad so that we don't get people confused here, okay? Okay. So, dad says to mom, he's going to come and live with me because you have zero control. And these are his words, not mine. This is what dad says of his son. He's failing school. He has no discipline. He's fighting everybody, and he's fat. Oh, that's nice. You're not taking care of our son. He's coming to live with me. Mom agrees. Somehow she agrees. Okay. Well, dad has remarried and he is married to a lady by the name of Monique. Okay. Okay. So they come, little Charlie comes and lives with dad and stepmom. Dad and stepmom have two other children who are much younger. Okay. How old is Charlie? <clears throat> Charlie is 11. Okay. 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 So one night on June 14th, 2014, Monique calls dad and says, it's 945 at night. Dad is still at work. He's starting his own business. Like he's working some pretty horrendous hours, right? So Monique calls dad and says, Charlie has left the house. He's been gone for 45 minutes. He isn't home. I don't know where he is. You need to get home. So dad gets in his vehicle, drives home. They look everywhere he isn't there yet they don't know so dad starts calling the police the Detroit Police Department right dad says he had to call them three times in order for somebody to actually show up are you serious yeah so we've got this missing 11 year old boy in Detroit Michigan at at 10 o'clock at night so the police show up they search the home they talk to neighbors they search endlessly With nothing. Like, this little boy is just gone. He He just vanishes. He just completely vanished. What the fuck? Okay, so days and days and days go by, Samantha, and nothing. Like, everybody is absolutely just like, where did this kid go? To the point that cops had no leads, no nothing. They have to call in the FBI.
1: Oh, wow. The
0: FBI comes in. They redo everything. They start from the beginning and just redo everything. Make sure nothing was missed. yeah. Yeah. Search the house, interview parents, interview friends, interview like anybody that they possibly can, and nothing, nothing. This kid is just gone, completely gone. Okay. So, dad, dad is a registered nurse. And like I said, he, he is also starting another business, right? So, he is the CEO or the boss, whatever, the founder of a company called Injury Angel. In the Detroit, Michigan area. He worked really, really long hours. Again, he's known for being just... I don't want to use that word because it isn't militaristic. Because he is not affiliated with the military. Right, but, but I think we get, like, the understanding when you of use what that, that word. Is. Yeah, I just want there to be a clear, like, he was not military. Uh-huh. Okay? And he is going on news stations. He's going on radio stations. He's talking to anybody that he yeah, can... Yeah, just pleading for people to like... Help him find his kid. Help me find my son. Please, like, yeah, for the safe return of this kid. He even offered a cash reward for any information that would lead to his son coming home. Like, this family is in complete disarray, right? Right. So, it's day 11. Oh, my gosh. He's been got 11 days. 11 days. And it's June 25th. And his dad gets on the Nancy Grace show. And Nancy Grace is going to do... An interview with him and try and get national attention to this case to possibly solve it, right? right. Okay, listen to this clip. Reports
2: that your son has been found in your basement. Sir? Mr. Bothell, are you-, are what? you... Yeah, we are getting reports that your son has been found alive in your basement. What? Yes, that's what. If, if you can hand me that wire very quickly. Yeah, we're getting that right now from from. Yeah, how how could your son be alive in your basement?
1: Uh, 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 oh. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> I have, I have no idea. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, Uh,
2: this this is what we we are hearing, that uh, the missing 12-year-old boy has been found alive and well in his father's basement. Now, this is what, I, I don't understand why you guys would have reported he's missing. Okay. And you're telling us that you searched your basement and your wife searched your basement.
1: I searched my basement, my wife searched my basement, the FBI searched my basement, the Detroit police searched my basement. Um, we've all searched my basement multiple times. And so we're sending news crews right now to the scene.
2: I was also understand that the police chief is gonna make yet another announcement that should be coming up a little bit later on. But yes, the boy has been found alive in his father's fuck.
0: Okay, like I'm glad that the kid's like okay, but the fuck? The fuck? And and I don't know. We're gonna try and post the actual clip on IG so you can see this dad's freaking expression. He was like his eyes back and forth. And if you know anything about reading body language, you are like, um, bro, what's up with you? What is that? So while he is live on the Nancy Grace show, which is an opportunity of a fucking lifetime, yeah, like how many people with missing family members would and love, love to be there? Yeah. It's Nancy freaking Grace. Everybody, I feel like, watches
1: Nancy Grace. Everybody
0: loves... I mean, we love to hate Nancy Grace. She's such a bitch, but she's so great, right? I think about my childhood, I just think Nancy Grace. Because you were obsessed with Nancy Grace. Because she does a great job. Especially during Casey Anthony. Oh, you never turned off Nancy Grace. (laughs) But he's on that, and on, on the... Live, on the air, they find this kid, but they find him... In the basement of their house, okay, they lived in a condo, which had a basement, like a crawl space All under right. it. And down there was a, like a short little door to a hidden room. Oh. In front of that door is a dresser, box, and five-gallon barrels. So somebody put him in there. And he's behind that door. So it's okay? not like
1: he just like was down there and got stuck or something. No, it no, 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 like no, no, He no, was no.
0: deliberately put there. He was put there, absolutely. So when they find him... He is very thin. He's dehydrated. He's terrified.
1: Yeah. Obviously.
0: Right. He was kept home from school, kept home from school as in he was homeschooled. Okay. Now this was 2014. This was pre COVID. Okay. So being homeschooled was not normal. It wasn't a norm as far as like it is now. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, but he was in, he was kept home from school and he was forced to, to engage in vigorous exercise routines. Remember, dad thought he was fat. Oh. Remember? Yeah. He said that. That was one of the reasons that he took him away from mom. Okay. His father, according to him, would beat him with PVC pipes on the bottom of his feet so it wouldn't lose, leave bruises or with a stick on a regular basis if he disappointed either him or his stepmom. He would have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, do one hundred push-ups, two hundred sit-ups, one hundred jumping jacks, twenty-five arm cool arm curls, five thousand revolutions on the elliptical within an hour. If he didn't get it done within an hour, he had to start over, and he would be threatened by his stepmom. "Quote: I can make you disappear." The knives are right here. Don't make me use them. What the fuck? He would have to do this exercise routine two times a day, seven days a week. He was only given um, protein shakes and dry cereal to eat. He wasn't allowed to use the bathroom upstairs. He wasn't allowed any other food. Like, he was a prisoner in his own house.
1: That's heartbreaking. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That's so sad. And his... <clears throat> when when the police found him, when the police got him, they were like, dude, like we walked right by you. Why didn't you scream out? Like, why didn't you tell us that you were here? And he said, you're not going to believe me. She told me that you wouldn't believe me. She would tell me, she being the stepmom would say, who's going to believe you? It's going to be your word against ours. We can make you disappear. Nobody will ever miss you. You're not even in school. Nobody will even know you're gone.
1: That's really sad. It's awful. That's really sad.
0: It's really sad. So, in April of 2015, both the dad and the stepmom were charged with torture and child abuse.
1: As they should be.
0: Absolutely. In January of 2016... You ready? This is going to make me mad. Brace yourself.
1: This is going to piss me off. In
0: 2016, dad was sentenced to 18 months probation. And he had to take anchor management classes. Of course, he lost custody of his son, but... But he has other fucking kids. Correct. What's stopping him from doing that to his other children? Right. Well, the other kids were taken into protective custody, like, right afterwards. I don't know if they got them back. Okay, so what about... What about... I'm, I'm going to say it. Sorry, Scott. Here we go. What about the bitch who is fucking beating his kid? Wait, she what didn't happened get to step-mom? She didn't get anything? She got nothing. Not even probation? No. She took a plea deal that never went public. And if you search up her public records, which all should be public record, all of it should, there is nothing on her record. Nothing. There are no public records and a criminally enforceable gag order in regard to this case. Now... Some people might say that's because we're talking about a minor, but that's bullshit because this little kid's face is all over everything. Google the name. You can't even find this kid's birthday online because I looked and I'm really good at research. I could not find his birthday. I couldn't find like anything like that about him. You cannot find shit on this woman. And she was on probation before. Seriously? Yes. For what? I don't know. I don't know. And I have access to that information. The entire record is completely fucking gone, Samantha. She got nothing. He got 18 months of freaking probation.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yes. The judge dismissed the torture charges. And I'm going to quote what this bitch says.
1: Who? The judge? The
0: judge. Quote. He never yelled out. He never stood up. He never made himself known. I don't believe that he was stuck in there and paralyzed by fear. I just don't believe him, unquote. Are you for fucking real? Absolutely everything that his bitch of a stepmom was telling him and why he didn't say anything is exactly what that judge just did. Exactly what she just did. That's why kids don't speak up. And right there. this is
1: there. a 12-year-old child. This is
0: like... This 11-year-old boy at this time. 11. 11. Oh, wow. So I searched and searched and searched and searched for information about these people. And again, I'm good at research. I'm good at it. Neither one of them have a Facebook. <laughs> Neither one of them have an IG. Neither one of them have anything. However, <laughs> Oh, shit. Daddy has a LinkedIn account. Mm. And he still to this day, right now, this man who locked his son in the basement for 11 days, who would beat him, who knew how to beat him in a way that it left no evidence, who starved him, who made him work out, who kept him isolated from school, sporting events, anything at all kept him completely isolated and tortured. This little human being that he created right. is a registered nurse and still the clinical, the director of clinical services for Injury Angels in Michigan, where he goes to people, people's homes and cares for them. Yeah, it gets to like,
1: is another major person that people trust is nurses and healthcare workers.
0: Hello, Michigan! Wow. Wow. What the hell? Wow. This man man gets to have his license, gets to whatever, gets no consequences, 18 months of probation for doing this to a child. This is what the United States of America thinks of our most precious resources, i.e. our children. Wow. They must be lying. That's fucked. They didn't speak up fuck that
1: judge literally literally because that's wow
0: wow I don't have words yeah that's so fucked up in so many in so many ways in so many freaking ways and the judge
1: how do you say that it's literally a 12 year old child yeah yeah we're talking that's your little sister no not even
0: that's yeah, sixth six, grade. Seven, th-
1: eight. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. And let me tell you, my little girl who is 12 is a very, very strong little girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's very strong. Try and tell her what to do. But I'm telling you, if her dad or me ever threatened her like that and told her to keep her mouth shut, she would. Right. Out of fear. Right. What they did was absolute psychological... Well,
1: and what the fuck was the point of, like, making the big deal out of this? Calling the police?
0: Were they going to kill him?
1: Yeah. Probably wanted to look like this, like... Oh my gosh, heartbroken family so that if his body turned up freaking a month later... Right. They were probably hoping he was going to starve to death and be like, oh, it's because he ran away and didn't have the resources. That's wild. Isn't that insane? That's heartbreaking.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's absolutely. Absolutely. And like the mental, like the trauma as like an adult.
0: Yeah. I mean, because he'd be 21 now. So Scott over at um Beyond the Shadows gives a shit all the time and tells us to stop taunting killers and dangerous people. So, sorry Scott, you're going to have to I don't know. You're going to have
1: to get on to us again.
0: You're going to have to get onto us again and we're going to have to you're going to have to up your your protective mode or whatever because um, Charles Bothell the 4th, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And Monique, little miss step dumb bitch. I would love to be in a room with you oh. just for 5 minutes. Just for 5 minutes, mother to mother. Let's have a convo. Please DM us. Please reach out to us because I would love to have a conversation with them about why you're such garbage human beings. Absolutely, disgusting. Disgusting, vile,
1: disgusting, garbage human. Being. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, Scott. He's he's in you're a, the he's gonna ground us.
0: You're you're he's the one to go straight dad
1: mode and be like, you're grounded.
0: You're not allowed to like <laughs> internet anymore. I'm gonna take your microphones away. He is. he's
1: gonna like be like, you're done.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I could not find any information on whether or not this kiddo, what he's doing now, um, which breaks my heart because I really do want to know that he's okay, right. that he got first and foremost the mental health help that he needed after enduring something like that, the resources that he needed, yeah. and just like follow up and check in on him.
1: I I agree because he's
0: an adult now. He's an adult now, and here's the other thing: is like bruises heal
1: the mental part doesn't
0: no it doesn't and that's and again people you're supposed to trust your parent right right and the attachment issues and the trust issues that that little and guy self image
1: issues He probably absolutely has.
0: Like, absolutely and he
1: told you you're fat and disgusting all the time and right you know like the probably eating disorders and things that this kid probably, you bet oh so doesn't go away like you said so Monique and Charlie literally fuck off. Seriously, and I'm sorry that, um, to the kid that you have to have the same name as your dad.
0: I hope you yeah. changed, I hope you changed it. Yeah. I hope you turned eighteen and were like, "I'm legally changing my name." Right. You know that most times, though, kids of abused parents will go back to them. I know. For validation. Yeah. Which is super sad. It's yeah. super sad, but but most most of the time that most of the time that is what happens. <coughs> Uh-huh. Well, that was a disgusting case. Yeah, but that is like the ultimate suspended sentence right there where you have an alive witness victim that the court system revictimized. It's the court's job again. Parents' jobs and the court's jobs to protect children. The court re-victimized him.
1: A hundred percent. You're sitting in court telling your story and the judge is like, I don't believe this kid. Right. Right. So over the judges go fuck yourself too. Literally.
0: So that's my case for today. Well, thank you for bringing that. That was disgusting. It was disgusting. Ugh, ugh. I liked the face you just made. (laughs) Sometimes
1: I wish that these were like you could see what was happening.
0: Oh man, if you guys could see what was happening. But if you join our
1: Patreon, we are eventually going to be doing a live show, and then you can just be involved in the chaos that is our life.
0: No, it's fun. I don't know why it's fun, but it is straight chaos. I know that's why that's why it's working. <laughs> Thank because... you guys. Stay safe.